Hello everybody, welcome to the Quarter Life Revolution with Heather podcast. Um, This is your weekly astrology forecast um, for the coming week. So while I'm recording this, it is Saturday the 25th of August um, and we're doing the astrology forecast for the week of, so starting on Monday, so it will be the 27th of August up until the 2nd of September. Yes, that's right. Um, she remember that because that is Father's Day here in Australia. Anyway, um, but before we get into like the meat of this episode, um, I just wanted to like have a little chat um, and just sort of check in with what's been going on because I just feel like this week has been super intense like for me and I don't really know. I feel like other people are sort of feeling the same thing too. Um, but yes, yeah, so I just want to talk about that. Um, firstly, this podcast is going to be having some changes, a bit of a makeover, um, in that it will probably be renamed sometime pretty soon because its sole focus is going to be, uh, just this weekly astrology forecast so that I can really, um, yeah, put a lot of, a lot of energy into that and making that the best that it can be. Um, so that is one change that is coming. Um, but yeah, I just haven't come up with a new name yet. So we are sorting through it. Um, but yeah, that's just like, because my, um, where I'm really being called to like focus my energy and what I'm doing, um, and what I'm working on has just changed so much. Like, I feel like I'm constantly in this process of like just changing so much, but Um, It's like every time that I think that I know myself, um, some big traumatic (laughs) change happens and I'll look back to who I was a week ago and I'll just be like, oh my God, I'm like a whole new person. But really, I mean, just through, I was thinking about it. It's like really just been this last six months, especially um, really since like January, February, that sort of time that that process has just been so accelerated. It's like every time that I get settled into like um, a new routine or like just a new level of like self-awareness and something comes up and like throws me way off balance. Um, but yeah, again, so we're just having this little chat chat now. Uh, if you want to skip ahead to the, um, astrology forecast, then please feel free. Go ahead. If that's what you're here for, I just really need to like, I guess, get some things off my chest. Um, but I guess like also this chat will sort of really be deeply correlated to Mars retrograde. Um, because that is 100% what I'm feeling is the perpetrator of all this shit that I have been really working through and um, that's really been like dredging my entire existence this last week. So um, yeah, there will definitely be astrology and just like a real overview and like sympathetic, like, hey, yo, I got you, I feel you, if you are also feeling some heavy energies uh, this week. Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, firstly, I just, with, within, oh, really, I mean, again, since the start of the year. So the start of the year was when I was like hardcore in like the process of writing and editing my books. I was spending like hours and hours at a time on the internet. I mean, not on the internet, like on my computer. And it was around that time that I really started to notice like the detrimental effects that, being on the computer for so long was having on my health. So, um, I would sort of stand up 
and just not know where I was, who I was, like I'd feel dizzy. Um, but you know, this was like hours at a time. Uh, and then I finished writing the book and I was like, oh, cool. Now I can have like a little break from the computer, but I don't know. It's just like my Aries rising is so hundred percent, like just in that energy of, Hey, we always have to be doing something. You've got to be working. And like, if you don't have the computer open, then what are you doing? Um, and at the same time, it's like, you know, I'm a single gal. Like I love like binge watching me some TV shows, especially Gilmore Girls. Um, and so I do spend a lot of my time or have spent a lot of my time on the computer. Um, in May this year, uh, was, it was sort of when Uranus first moved into Taurus that I was first like, oh, um, I really want to like disconnect, like just stop spending so much time on screens. Um, you know, I want to like, you know, I can tell how bad it is for my health. Um, and so I deleted Instagram. sorry and that was so transformative like it was so so powerful and then I started this podcast um but then I don't know I just got trapped in this like and this happens to me I got trapped in this idea that like oh you know if you want to have a podcast you need to have Instagram and 100% like Instagram is such a creative outlet for me and so is blogging too so that's why this whole like anti-screen thing that my body is telling me to be on right now is so difficult for me because it is like my creative outlet and that's why I just love um the whole idea of this podcast and why I really needed to sort of speak what's been on my chest these past few days because you know it's like uh, I can only talk the people in my life's ear off so much about this before they like start tuning me out so hey now I can just like have free reign to speak about it as much as I like and maybe someone will get something from it so anyway um Yeah, so I deleted Instagram, but then a couple of months later, I got it back um, and started this new account, and it was fine at the start because I wasn't really following anyone, but then it's like you follow one account, and then all of a sudden, Instagram, like, launches into this just, uh, what, like, tirade, tirade? I don't know if that's a word I'm looking for, I don't know if that's even a word, but whatever, that's what we're going with, um, to sort of, like, get you to follow as many people as possible because it's like, oh, you follow this person, like, you must like this this person and then all of a sudden you're following all these people and they are super inspirational and like they're posting good shit and then you like so tuned in and then all of a sudden you're doing what you swore you would never do again which is like checking um instagram and your phone and emails and like just one thing leads to another like as soon as you wake up and it's like 7 a.m and you're already like overexerted your mind and your nervous system and your eyeballs with like this light and all this like stimulation um and you know this is just me personally this is like I knew I have known for so long I can't you know I was 100% the sort of person that would like scroll Instagram or Facebook as soon as I woke up but then I got out of that habit a year ago I managed to get out of that habit probably even more than that you know I sort of quit Facebook before it was like cool to quit Facebook um for several reasons, but one of them was, uh, for health reasons, because I hated like starting my mornings like that. Um, and I really got into the habit of like having a cup of tea and maybe going for a walk and just like living my life before I look at my phone. But then this time, for some reason, it all started coming back. And I really have a feeling that this is a lot to do with Mars retrograde because, um, you know, this Mars retrograde, because it's like, it's showing us all the places in our lives where we are um, 
sacrificing our energy like Mars is all about our drive and our ability to push forward and like have enough energy to do the things that we want to do in our lives and so all the shit that's like been coming up since Mars has gone retrograde that is what is um that is what we are seeing is like the block to us having the energy to do the things to make the difference to um create all the things that we want to create in the world and so yeah it's really has been this last month or so that I have been back on Instagram that it's just increasingly become a problem um, and then I started doing all this research because, you know, it's something that I have known intuitively. It's like, yo, you need to quit screens like as much as possible. Um, and so I, then I started doing all this research and found all these like incredible like doctors, scientists, neurosurgeons, etc., who were just like so knowledgeable. Um, and everything that they said, it was just like confirming what I already knew to be true is that like we are way too connected to these little screens and far too disconnected from like the natural world and that our I mean especially from being on screens when it's dark and like having that blue light flashing in our eyes and making us think that it is like the middle of the day like pretty much with laptops and phones and like looking at them every day our bodies believe that it is high noon on like summer solstice 24 7 365 like that is not healthy for our body and for our um, like circadian rhythms, there is no, yeah, there's nothing natural about it. Um, and so, yeah, uh, it took probably a few days of binge listening to these sorts of researches and having it drilled into my, um, my subconscious, my body, um, and just really becoming aware that like, no, okay, this, this has contributed so much to like the burnout that I had been, have been dealing with uh for the last eight months or so um it is so much of a contributor because you know I'm being constantly we we everybody is being constantly like overstimulated like we literally have the world at our fingertips you know like there's been no no part of human history where we have so much information available to us like instantly um and it's not, we're not equipped to deal with it yet. Like our poor little nervous systems. And, you know, I can feel it. This is what I was feeling every time that I got up from my computer, like from just having that light burning at me. You know, if I'd stay up till like 10, 11 at night to write or later, you know, and then try to go to sleep, I'd be so wired and so like, oh, but it's like, and no wonder because my body literally thought it was the middle of the day. And, you know, if I was connected to the internet at the same time, it's like, you know, you have these notifications popping up and we're never, we're never really like taking that time to turn off. Um, and so for me personally, this is turning into a long chat, but I'll try and like sum it up, uh, and get into the astrology for the week. But, um, yeah, so it's really just been in this last week where my energy, and as I know it is a hundred percent that like Mars retrograde is coming to an end. It's like, this is this is the time when the lessons that we were meant to learn during this retrograde period, like if we haven't taken them on board, this is when they're really going to like dig their heels in and really just like strip us bare. And that is a hundred percent what's happening. And you know, if you if you have uh like prominent Scorpio or Aries or Mars in another way in your chart, of which I have all three, uh, it's really going to affect you in a 
big way because you're so like ruled by that um that driving force that like life force that energy like that is has such a big role in your life and in your chart that when it's in retrograde you know anything that's stopping you from really living in that is going to come up and that's 100% what's happened this week you know I cannot look at a screen for more than two minutes not even that like I can't I can't message on my phone I absolutely cannot I have to turn on my computer um like sending an email has become the most like it just torturous experience um and again this has been so hard for me because like you know writing and blogging and that like that is it's my creative outlet and so I have still been blogging but just like really making sure that I do it when the sun is up um and just a couple of times a week really turning the computer on just for that um staying off Instagram as much as possible uh only replying to messages like once or twice a day um and having my phone on airplane mode so I don't have like the temptation um for a lot of the time um and even as much as like I used to love my Kindle like just having so many books at my fingertips but even now I'm just like nah it's got to be real books um because I just can't I just can't have that screen burning into my eyeballs and look maybe it won't be this intense forever but just for now I'm so backed off of screens and so that is why uh I'm like just uh, I don't know how to it's like I'm just cutting back you know I I make I let myself feel so guilty and I feel like a lot of people can sort of relate especially women because we are chronic people pleasers so many of us um but I let myself believe that if I don't like reply to someone's message straight away then like they're gonna think that I hate them or that like I feel guilty for that you know I feel guilty for not being available 24 7 for everybody in my life like whether they're my best friend or like my mum or whether they're like the delivery person um who couldn't find my address or something like that you know like I get so guilty about that and so that's really 100% what I've been like really trying to push aside and just put my health first and be like oh my god I do not need to be available 24-7 for everybody in the world like the people that I love know that I love them regardless of whether I'm like constantly messaging them or not or like constantly replying to them or constantly liking their photos or whatever it happens that the guilt is coming in about that particular day uh and so yeah that's what I've really been trying to focus on and just take forward um while when Mars goes unretrograde when it goes direct this week uh, because yeah like I said I have it's been made very clear to me this week that there needs to be like dramatic changes in the way that I live my life um, and my connection with technology and my connection with not being on technology and like being out in the real world. So really for the last couple of days, I've just spent the days like getting up at sunrise, watching the sunrise, which is so beneficial for our health and our circadian rhythms because it just like gives your body that awareness of like, hey, um, okay, we're easing into the day, like the day is starting, rest is over rather than like if you wake up and look at your phone first thing and it's like this big bright light and it's just like, you're going from the middle, like from night, from sleep, from rest, straight into like the middle of the day, like solar noon. <laughs> and that is not healthy by any stretch of the word. Um, and it's so damaging and trying on your nervous system. So really been doing that. And then just like sitting outside, um, reading and 
trying not to feel guilty about not being constantly connected and having my phone on airplane mode. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and that's where all these changes coming in. Like I, um, I'm heading off to India in a couple of weeks to do my yoga teacher training. Um, and yeah, I think I'm just going to spend 95% of my time there with my phone on airplane mode. Hopefully we'll see what happens. Um, unless something really changes, but I just really want to like immerse myself in the experience and really be present and not, not be constantly like distracted by, yeah. And just take that time. You know, it's like you have that, it's like almost like an excuse. Not that I need an excuse to turn off, but it is, it's that excuse to like turn off my phone and just, yeah, really work into like what, it would feel like to not feel guilty for not being constantly connected. Anyway, um, all that being said, that is why, uh, A, I will be doing this podcast once a week now and it's going to be solely just about astrology um, and potentially we'll have big chats at the start um, like this one um, just so I can sort of, yeah, still have that creative outlet. Um, and really like, just let you guys know that whatever heavy emotions and like challenges and whatever you are working through this week or any week coming, you are never alone. We are all in this together. Like we're all super connected and like all feeling the same energies. Like even if it's manifesting in like different ways, uh, we're all going through the same shit. So yeah, even if this can be like sort of just like warm hug and a reminder that like you're not alone, we're all going through like our own personal challenges and yeah um yeah just because yeah we're going down to this one day a week so that I can a be off technology a lot more and b really focus my energy on uh providing this service of like astrology forecast because that is it's such a passion for me to share what I feel um the energies of the upcoming week will be for all of you to really just like get us prepped to go into our weeks uh, with awareness and just, yeah, knowing what we're in for, I guess. So, all that being said, let's get into it. Um, There's, well, a bit of the stuff that I'm going to speak about today is sort of, I guess, uh, just an extension of what I spoke about last week and just taking everything a little bit deeper and sort of the progression of that. Um, so firstly, now what was I going to talk about first? Oh yeah, first, like, so last week I sort of spoke about how we're moving in, we're sort of like building towards this Pisces full moon. Um, and that is happening on Sunday night. So, um, yeah, well, tonight, if you're listening to this on the day that the podcast comes out or it happened last night if you're listening on Monday or whatever um but yeah Sunday night at about 10 p.m Australian Eastern Standard Time we have a full moon at I think it's three degrees of Pisces um and yeah this is actually quite a lovely full moon um we are probably well we are sort of feeling the effects of it but it's really for the first half of this week um that will really really just be in it, you know? So new moons, it's like you usually feel the effects mostly for the three days uh, leading up to it. And for full moons, it's like the um, 
two or three days afterwards uh, that it's at its most, like, powerful. And so it's, like, Monday, well, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, that will really be, like, in the vibes of this Pisces full moon. Um, And so in general, full moons are a time of, like, uh, really celebrating what has come to fruition, um, looking around our life, you know, it's like the harvest. So it's like looking around our life, like what have we grown, um, these past few weeks and what are we ready to claim? What are we ready to say? Like, yep, that's ready. I'm ready to roll with that. Uh, and in addition to that, it's like with any harvest, you know, you're faced with, oh, um, you know, so, here's the good stuff, here's the stuff that's, like, ripe and, like, ready to use, but then you're also going to find that you have uh, stuff that you probably don't need, you know, you may have grown things, and at the time it was, like, what you wanted to be building towards, but then it comes, it comes to fruition during a full moon, and you can really look around and be like, oh, hey, maybe this, at the time it was what I wanted, but it's not what I want anymore, and you can just (laughs) let it go. Uh, Yeah, so that is, in general, what, like, full moons are for. It's a time of... Uh, just celebrating what we have created and also releasing what we've created or what has come into our life that is no longer in our best, like serving our best and highest interest. And then in Pisces, Pisces is a really like, yeah, it's a water sign. So it's very deeply connected to the moon. Um, Because the moon, you know, it's the planet that rules our intuitive and emotional emotional bodies so as with any any of the water signs Pisces is really deeply intuitive um really emotional you know it's like those those deep dark waters that we're not quite sure what resides under there like even after studying the ocean for like thousands of years or however long humans have been studying aqua life we still don't know in these really super dark dredges of the ocean what's going on down there and that's very much Pisces energy it's like it's like we can guess we can sort of like try and understand but even Pisces themselves sometimes wonder what's going on in their personal depths so it's like it's this um it's this intuition that's like verging on psychic in Pisces you know, so water signs in general, they're, they're, it's like a feeling-based intuition in that, like, we sort of read people, we read situations. Um, we just have, like, a deep understanding of people and, I guess, like, patterns um, that we can sort of sense and just, like, it's like we know what other people are feeling because we're so deeply in tune with like our own emotions and the emotions of like the world and nature and everything that we can sort of um, understand those patterns in other people. Uh, if we are, if we do have like a healthy relationship with our emotions, you know, that's a whole other story if we're like disconnected from our emotions or like psychopaths. It does happen. Um, but with Pisces, it's just, it's just taking that to a whole new level because there is, it's like that really deep depths uh and so they can sort of they can sort of see it's like it's like it's like intuition that's past intuition it's like they can actually sort of really get a sense like they can smell what's coming it's like that that just knowing that just like oh yeah okay so yeah 
it's like they know people so well and they might not even realize this. They, they're so emotionally tuned into people, um, that they can like literally read minds or just like read situations and know how one thing will follow another. They can just sort of know like, oh, well, if this happens, then this will follow, etc. So with a full moon, we can sort of, you know, full moons are like just a really powerful psychic time in general, but in Pisces, it's so powerful. You know, if you have answers to questions that you are sort of seeking, like now is the time to like just in the first half of this week and I mean really throughout the whole week you know just like sit down with your own thoughts and be like okay what like just think of the question and let the answers come um a brilliant time for this especially uh for a Pisces full moon is when you're in the shower because Pisces are a water sign so any activity involving water whether that is like you know, if you're having a shower or a bath or like even just like a face steam or whatever it is that you're doing, you know, any situation that's um, water focused and also is just a time where you are not not analytical, not thinking so deeply um, when you're just like alone with your thoughts and alone with yourself, you know, you can sort of ask these questions and just let the answers come through because it is that really deep um psychic power available to all of us during this full moon um and what else so I also like to I really yeah I really Pisces are like the oldest souls of the zodiac so if you're looking at a zodiacal wheel like the way that it goes around um Pisces are the 12th and final sign so often people with the strong Pisces influence like they've lived a lot of lives like they're they're old, they've done this before, they've done this life many, many times, and that just helps them know the patterns of one thing following another, and like, how people will react, and what people are thinking, feeling, etc. It just gives them that added, deeper understanding of human nature, and like, nature in general. Um, But also because of this, uh, there can also be like, a sort of, just a need to like, lighten the mood uh you know if you think of like like old old souls like old people you know the elderly um they sort of it's like they've lived so much that they can see no matter what goes wrong they can always see the lighter side of it because they've been through so much they can be like oh but you know life's not as intense as you sort of try to make it because they've they've been through it all they know that life can be hard but they can also see that like it all always gets better and so Pisces have that that sort of old, old ability to just like play and have fun and that also need for that too uh, so that they can't get stuck in the thought patterns of like taking themselves so seriously because, you know, there's there's a lot of emotion and like misunderstanding involved in being a Pisces like because of those depths, that depths of um, uncertainty and, you know, that I- idea that they potentially don't even know the depths of their own soul because they they are so deep they like these waters run so deep within them because they've lived so many lives you know there's that sort of misunderstanding of what is actually going on within them uh they can start to get everything just get overwhelmed and take everything a bit too seriously and they really need that time to like lighten up and play and just have fun with life and you know and that's 100% like that just adds so much fun to this full moon in general because 
you know, uh, so traditionally it's like before we had blue light, going back to my old uh, <laughs> the original rant at the start of this um, episode, is like the night of the full moon. It's like you didn't need lights and heaps of candles and fire and whatever to be outside because there's so much brightness just lighting up the sky. And so full moons in general are a time of play and celebration and laughter. And, you know, with Pisces, they need that and they love that and they thrive on that, you know? Like, laughter is, like, the thing that keeps you young. And for these poor old souls of Pisces that have seen so much and been through so much and still don't understand themselves, um, they need that. They need that, like, free-spirited, just, like, dancing around, having fun, being young, remembering what it feels like to be young. And for all of life to be ahead of them. Uh, so, yeah, this is just like a really fun full moon. I, I said this last week, but it's like we've had some really rough, um, like, new and full moons over the past few months. And this is just like the first one that sort of lightens that mood, lightens, lightens everything we've been going through. And, yeah, I mean, Venus is still in Libra. And it will be going retrograde, I think, uh, early September, but it's not yet, so we're just having fun with that. Um, and, you know, Venus in Libra is that real, like, lovely, homey, um, just, like, connected, like, connected in, like, a heart way. It's, like, not connected in a way that, like, we're sort of searching, um, searching for something in the other person or we're connected as a distraction it's like it's that um relationship or friendship that we have because we just love the other person so much and they add something to our lives rather than us like searching for something to replace something that we can't find in ourselves with them if that makes sense it's like yeah that not that like codependency it's like it's like we we both take and we both give. It's like that equal, beautiful relationship and connection. So yeah, we've still got that going on. Um, and yeah, the skies are sort of calming down. Um, Mercury went direct and Mars is about to go direct. Uh, I think it's on, yeah, it's a couple of days after this full moon. So everything is sort of starting to relax and just feel a lot more easeful after a really intense period of like the last two three months so this full moon is just sort of that that accumulation that celebration of like hey easier times are coming like we've done the the grunt of the work like we're we're ready to play and have fun so that's the sort of vibe of this uh pisces full moon um and then the next thing that i want to talk about um, for this week is, of course, Mars going direct, which is some brilliant news. Uh, so I did speak, speak a bit about this at the start of the episode, but I'll just go into it a bit deeper. Um, Mars has been retrograde since the end of July. Oh no, maybe it was even the end of June. It's been a long time. It's been a long time coming and I feel like it definitely has been getting heavier and more difficult to move through as it's coming towards the end of its retrograde period. Um, it's like, yeah, so Mars is the planet of energy and striving and working towards our goals and getting shit done. Really, it is, it is the planet that helps us like in movement, in that real fast movement, um, in taking action and being unafraid in like the pursuit of what that we want, what we want. And so in retrograde, it is really not a planet that likes to slow down at all you know you can imagine you like just imagine if you 
had made a career as like a sprint runner or whatever I know, I know nothing about sports but just imagine you had made yourself a career doing that and then all of a sudden the physio was like actually you know you need to take three months to just sit on the crouch and think about your your career as a sprint runner <clears throat> and maybe think about like how you could be better or how you could like make changes to move forward you know you're not going to be very happy you don't really want to just sit back and think about the changes without really being able to implement them um and so you might try like you might try and run a few races against the physio's wishes and you'll just find that you keep getting more hurt and more hurt and all these injuries keep flaring up and then all of a sudden it's like you know you you are forced to sit on the couch and all these injuries are just like the things that come up that sort of show us uh, all the issues that we do have in our running game. This is probably a really terrible example, or maybe it was a really good one. I don't know, but that's exactly what a Mars retrograde is like. Mars does not like to go right retrograde. And so all the things that have been floating around and holding us back and coming up and, you know, all this like walking through the toughest mud that we have been doing for the last few months and I'm probably really passionate about this because as I've said I've had a very interesting uh, week energetically. I am all over the place. When I was like thinking about this episode earlier actually, um, earlier today I was like shaking. I was just in one of my like super um, burnt out modes today actually which you know, as I said, it makes no sense because I've had such a restful week, but you know, I'm learning from my body as it's learning from me, etc. Anyway, um, I was like shaking and I was like almost on the verge of tears because I was just like, oh my God, when is this going to end? Um, but then I did, uh, I went to a yin yoga class and just relaxed and released so much and like so quickly. So definitely needed that, but yeah, I can definitely feel that passion coming back up in me now and that oh yes that is 100% um what Mars is about to it Mars rules over our passion and our drive at like you know so if it is that thing that drives us forward what is it that drives us forward it's our passion and so you may have found that during this Mars retrograde like things that you're passionate about have begun to be questioned things that you believe that you're passionate about and things that you believe that you were working towards and things that you really wanted in your life they've probably come up onto the drawing board to be looked over you know, is it is it a true passion of yours? Do you actually have the want, the desire for this thing so badly to be able to push, to be able to like work for it and to be able to like actually dedicate your however, however next long to um, bringing it into fruition? You know, because if that if that true passion is not actually there, that is what Mars retrograde is going to show us. And so it might have been a really difficult period of like letting go. Um, there may have been beliefs, ideas, situations, jobs, people, um, goals that we have really had to let go during this Mars retrograde period simply because we either woke up one morning or it was like a slow realization that took a long time and we were just like, wow, uh, the passion's not there. You know, I thought I wanted this for so long. I thought I wanted this, but there is no real spark to it. And all of a sudden, you find yourself wanting a different thing. You know, like, if you 
don't have that like Mars driven passion to work towards the thing that you're working towards, it's probably not going to last. Um, and so, yeah, that is a thousand percent what this retrograde has been. Well, one of the many things that this retrograde has so lovingly helped us work through. Um, but yeah, so back on that. So I think I'm pretty sure it's Tuesday for us in Australia that Mars is finally going direct Tuesday, the 28th at like 12.05 AM. Um, so with that, you know, I like to think that the shackle hold will sort of be an instant release, but you know, there's always that like shadow period after any retrograde that it's just the unwinding, the unfurling where we sort of get a bit of relief, but there's also potential for us still to be feeling the effects, like the aftermath of a retrograde. So it will still be a little bit of time, but Mars will sort of sort of just like stop clenching us so tightly and we'll be able to release and have some understanding of like where to move, how to move forward and how to like integrate all these changes and new understandings that have come forward during the retrograde into our lives and into like our action plan for how we are moving forward. Um, and so Mars was in Aquarius, the sign of Aquarius when it started the retrograde, but it backed up so far that it went into the sign of Capricorn and Mars in Capricorn when it's direct is actually quite a happy place for Mars to be. So, you know, once it's gone direct on Tuesday, it is, Mars is actually in a really good place. Um, Capricorn is a lot about career and like getting shit done and the impact that we make on the world and yeah, who, who we represent the outside world. So it's like, we've had this sort of like cleansing, clearing, clenching, uh, process of Mars retrograde. And as we're moving into it being direct, uh, it's, it's like asking us to, uh, integrate this into changes in our career and how we present ourselves to the outside world and how we want to be perceived by the outside world. Um, and just our openness with like, you know, are we ready to like implement these changes that came up for us during this retrograde period into how the outside world sees us? That's a lot about like what Capricorn is all about. It's like, how do people see us? Who, who are we representing to the outside world? Um, yeah, that's all I'll say about that. I think, I feel like I've been speaking for a a pretty long time already. So we'll just sort of, um, talk now a bit more about Virgo season. So halfway through last week, uh, the sun moved into the sign of Virgo after being in Leo. And so during last week's episode, I really spoke about what that sort of shift will feel like. Um, you know, it's like we're leaving the fires of Leo and coming into like the more earthy healing, uh, feeling intuitive, uh, planes of Virgo season. And well, I don't know. I mean, it was a pretty sudden shift. Like I just definitely do feel like I'm on an alternate dimension to where I was a week ago. Uh, but yeah, so we'll sort of dive into a bit more about Virgo and just what it brings to all of us as a collective, like while the sun is moving through the sign of Virgo right now, which we probably will continue to speak about in the coming weeks, but yeah, we'll go into it a little bit here. So Virgo is like, it's an earth sign. Um, and it's also like a very feminine sign. So, um, 
yeah, I spoke about it last week that it's like this sort of like earth, earth mother feel. It's like she's very nurturing, very protective. Um, and you know, I, cause I have a Virgo mom, so I just, I don't know if that really helps the fact that I relate it to like a mothery sort of feeling, but it definitely Virgo just season has that like like nurturing verging on coddling <laughs> like just so protective that you're sort of like <laughs> okay back off like let me do my thing um but yeah so it's it's also a very analytical um sign and so it's like we've sort of we've been through leo we've discovered these new passions you know it's like and mars has been in retrograde along with that and mercury's been in retrograde along with that so it's like we have through all the challenges it's like we found what is true for us like what is our secret spark that we are ready to like bring forth into existence we found that during leo season but then we move into virgo season and she's just like well okay but how like how are we going to do this how are we going to move forward like let's make a plan um and virgo season is very much like uh it's like a like a cleansing it's um and not in like not in like the Leo like fiery sense of like burning up everything that no longer serves. It's more of like just clearing space, you know, as Earth does. Like it's like in tune with nature in the sense that like, you know, the leaves that fall away um at the start of the season, it's like that whole idea of just um, you know, you've got to like prune back the plants to like make space for like new life to grow. Virgo is very much just in that sense and because they also as a human <laughs> um Virgos do enjoy like systems organization things to be just so so this is a really good time I think especially this week as we're sort of just uh feeling into what Virgo season is going to bring to sort of make that um symbolic gesture that you are ready to clear space uh for the new life to come especially for us in the Southern Hemisphere, because it is, this is the last month of winter before we move into spring. So it's like that whole idea of spring cleaning, but let's like do a pre-spring clean, like with the Virgo season, it's like bring in the systems. What is it that you want to change about your life? Uh, where do you need to create space for your life? Like if it's physically like just getting rid of stuff that just is no longer serving you, um, that you are no longer like in love with, um, clothes, like clearing out, making space in that way you know, just your house, like a cluttered house means a cluttered mind means a cluttered life. Like everything is just so reflective. Um, and you know, when we do spend so much time in our space, like in our homes, it matters so much what we keep in there. You know, are you, are you holding on to like junky toys from when you're a kid or like things that things from like past relationships or, dead plants and stuff too like dead flowers like clear it all out create like just this movement in space you know open the blinds open the windows let in natural light let in fresh air um that's very much like Virgo uh if there is okay so for me personally I've decided that once once I get back from India I want to go like completely 100% plastic free whatever that like however long that takes you know but I want to do it as quickly as possible. Um, and, you know, I've been taking my baby steps, but um, there is food that I still have to eat that, like, I got in plastic bags and whatever. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm sort of 
using this Virgo season to start like start the plans, start the like, okay, well, what aspects of my life need to change? What am I still buying that's in plastic? Like it's like creating that plan, creating the strategy for moving forward into a goal uh, that will, uh, yeah, be able to take shape moving forward. So yeah, I'm like, uh, started collecting jars and like figuring out how and where I can buy things that aren't in plastic, like, et cetera, et cetera. Just like forming that, like that space to move forward. Um, and so a lot of that does involve like clearing out all the shitty plastics that are still like living around my house and like, I don't know, adding toxins to my life and whatever else. So that is, I think a big part of like what my Virgo season is all about is like, you know, and that's just one example of like a goal that you may have set during the past couple of months that now is the time to really start putting in the tools and strategies to implement it and like move forward. Like whether that is like, you know, you've decided to quit your job or if it is, you know, a big thing like that, or if it is like a small thing, um, like giving up plastic, not that giving up plastic is a small thing. It's going to be a massive challenging feat, but you know what I mean? Um, Yes, uh, Virgo also, like this season is super just like deeply connected to nature and to the four elements. So um, it's very, so it's like if we let it, it can be really healing. I think of, so a lot of people think of Virgo as being ruled by Mercury and yes, that is its like traditional ruler um, and it's like planetary ruler, but Chiron is an asteroid that has been like increasingly like focused um focused upon in modern astrology and I definitely feel and there are a few different astrologers that I really um connect like the energy of Chiron to Virgo because we call Chiron it's an asteroid but we call it the wounded healer it's like the planet that has been through the mud it's like been through the dirt it's been through the toughness it's had some horrible things happen and it comes through with this like uh knowing of how to heal itself like it just it goes through it so that it can heal itself and then it heals itself so that it can in turn heal others and this is a really lovely way to think of Virgo as well um as you know if we know Virgos if we are a Virgo if we have a strong Virgo influence like we have like we've probably been through some pretty tough times um they just the thing with Virgo is they get through it all. You wouldn't really know it looking at them or speaking to them because they don't really like advertise it. I mean, they can, if they have that more like victim mode mentality that some Virgos do, but it's like, they just get through everything that life throws at them. And it often throws a lot with this inner knowing that like, everything's going to be okay. Like I'm going to get through it, you know, just like head down and do the work, get through. And then they emerge with this sort of just beautiful ability to like, understand and hold space and be the one to help heal guide and even just support anyone who is going through the same thing uh so yeah there is this really lovely um just energetic healing that is available to us all during Virgo season so all the things all the places that we have wounding all the places that um all the challenges we've faced in life like if there are things that you know need to be addressed things that may have been ignored uh, push down, repress for a long time, like Virgo season can sort of have the, just the inner 
knowing that's needed that no matter what comes up, like we're going to be okay and we have our own backs throughout all of it, you know, and of course, like look for the support outside yourself that you need um, and use everything that you discover in like healing yourself, you know, as motivation. It's like, well, once you get through it and heal yourself, like not only are you healed, but you really have that power, that space to support others going through the same thing. And that is really a big, big part of Virgo season. And as I said, we'll definitely speak more about Virgo in the coming weeks. Um, and you can go to my, my blog too to get more info on how I think of Virgo season, um, etc. Sign up to my newsletter. I send out weekly um, newsletters all about like the astrology and in particular the sun sun signs that will be Virgo for these next few weeks uh, to help us like really move in and like heal ourselves and like upgrade our lives using the energies going on in the cosmos Um, and you can follow me on Instagram too so oh yeah so I didn't even mention my website but my website is www.heatherman.com.au and then my Instagram is just at heathermanastrology yeah we'll speak more about it there Um, In particular, this whole idea of, like, Virgo-Chiron connection, like, the wounded healer. Like, I feel like there is a lot to be said for letting our hearts really heal during Virgo season. Um, And if that involves uh, really fostering a deeper connection to nature and, like, that real, like, earth mother energy of Virgo, as it has seemed to for me already during this Virgo season, which is just starting, you know, then that's just, like, even more deep and beautiful. so yeah we shall talk so soon i hope you have a really beautiful week um giselle my little cat is just waking up um she probably wants some dinner pretty late on saturday afternoon now so i'll go do that and yeah i will speak to you so soon okay bye